You are listening to How to Get Along with Your Family podcast with your host, Certified Life Coach Rebecca Ingebrigtsen, episode number five. Welcome to How to Get Along with Your Family, a podcast created for women who are exhausted from trying to please everyone just to keep the peace. We focus on real families and real solutions so you can change everything without changing anyone. Hello everyone, how are you all doing out there today? I hope you are having a very amazing December, but I know that this time of year can get challenging, and I've had my own set of challenges so far this month, one of which being a shoulder injury that has really kept me from doing the things that I normally do around the house for my family and in my business. And so I've had to do a lot of soul searching And I've also had to do a lot of forgiveness to myself. And I really am excited to bring this to you today. And I know that we're all very busy now. And so I really wanted to keep this short and sweet and give you a really good message that you could go ahead and start using in your life now and start practicing before you actually get to Christmas. So let's go ahead and dive into our topic today, which is forgiveness. Now, this tends to be a really touchy subject, especially when talking about family members who we feel have wronged us in some way. Now, I find that as a whole, we have a very confused view on forgiveness, what it means, who it benefits, and how we can forgive, especially when we don't get an apology. So most of the time when I ask my clients why they haven't forgiven a family member, They have some arguments and they feel very justified in holding on to their anger and resentment. They'll tell me things like, I have a right to be upset. I didn't even get an apology. Well, she has to learn a lesson. He did something to me. I don't want to let anyone walk all over me. I want to be strong and I'll look weak if I forgive. Mm, I may get hurt again. That will make it too easy for her, and I'll be condoning her behavior. He isn't even sorry. And I don't even feel very forgiving or loving in this situation. And I want you to keep these arguments in mind as we go along and we talk a little more about forgiveness. So I want to go ahead and tell you what the word forgiveness means. So I went to Google to find the definition and actually has two meanings. One is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. And the second definition is to cancel a debt. Ooh, now that's pretty interesting. Now, when I first heard this definition, I thought, okay, that makes sense. But when I started to include it into my notes for this podcast, I realized something and I really want to look more deeply into this first definition and then I want to come back to the second definition in a little bit. So let me read it again. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or a mistake. Nowhere in this definition is there a mention of an apology or an act of making it right by the other person. This is simply a way in which you can stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone. But I find that we are so resistant to letting go of the anger and resentment. And by not forgiving, we give a very clear message that I'm right, 
You owe me something. I'm the victim. You need to be punished and I need to protect myself. And this just is not true. It is a lie that we have learned in childhood and that we've believed and carried with us into our adult life. So let me be very clear. We do not forgive for the sake of the other person. Remember the definition? To stop feeling angry or resentful. Forgiveness is a gift that we give ourselves. Think about it. How does it really punish the other person if you don't forgive? So let's say you're angry at your dad. Does he feel your anger and frustration and resentment? Mm, No. He goes about his day as usual, not even really knowing that you're sitting around feeling all of these feelings. And he might get reminded once in a while that you are still upset, but on a whole, it just doesn't stick with him like it does with you. And it doesn't really produce the level of punishment that you're going for, but you're condemning yourself to a life of anger and resentment. You are the one who is being punished because you're the only one capable of experiencing the feelings that you create. But if I forgive, won't I be condoning his behavior? Not at all. Forgiveness just releases you. Think about this. Do you forgive your daughter when she hits her friend? Do you condone that behavior? So my guess is that you are willing to forgive her, yet you still do not condone her hitting. And we can do that in our adult relationships also. And you do not need an apology to forgive someone. It might make it a little easier, but you don't need it. You can forgive anytime, anywhere, and you don't even have to tell them that you're forgiving them because the forgiveness is for you. Deciding not to forgive keeps you stuck in the victim role. And this is a very disempowering place to be. It hands over all of your emotional power to someone who has already proven to do a bad job at managing your emotions. So take that power back. You are not a victim unless you allow yourself to be. Continuing to hold grudges will reinforce to yourself and to others that you are fragile and that people need to be careful around you and that you need to be taken care of which continues the cycle of putting them in charge. And this is not where you want to be. My clients want to argue with me that not forgiving is a form of protection. And I could not disagree more with that. This is not protection. It's punishment. How are you protecting yourself by producing anger, frustration, resentment, and a victim mentality? You're not. You're facilitating these negative emotions and, then you, and you're prolonging your suffering in hopes that it will help to protect you from these very same emotions in the future. So how about just releasing those feelings now and dealing with them if they pop up again? I find that this gets to be a very touchy subject that most people don't want to change their views on right away. But once they do, they open up a world of peace and love that they did not even know existed. Okay, so let's go back quick and look at that second definition. Cancel a debt. I love this definition so much. 
at first I didn't think it really applied, but when I went over all of the objections that I hear from clients, I saw very clearly that this is the secret sauce to the equation. So often when we think we have been wronged, we feel like we're owed something by that person. We're owed an apology. They owe it to us to make up for what they did. They owe it to us to be punished, to feel bad, and to be subjected to whatever we dish out whether that be yelling or the silent treatment or anything in between. How does that make you feel to be the person who demands what is owed to them? I demand an apology. I demand that you take my punishment. I demand that you feel bad, that you jump through these hoops. And if you don't, you will not earn my forgiveness. You're sending a message that they're not worthy of it. And is that how you want to show up for your family? You get to decide. And I also want to take a minute to remind you that whatever this person has done that makes you worried or unwilling to forgive them has nothing to do with you. Nothing. Now, I know that that doesn't feel true to you right now, but all of our actions come from an emotion that is produced by our thoughts. So your brother, who says that you're a terrible mother, is acting from an emotion produced by his own thinking. It's caused by something triggered in himself that he does not like. But then he projects that onto you, just like you're doing to him when you don't want to forgive or admit that your feelings are based on your own thoughts. Now, the best way for you to start to see this as truth is to start looking inside of yourself and finding the feeling that you're taking action from. Then search for that thought that's causing the feeling. And this is a perfect place to start. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky, and this is what I am currently working on at a deeper level, the act of forgiving yourself. I find that the clients that have the hardest time forgiving others are the ones who do not forgive themselves easily or even at all. When we mess up or we show up as anything other than our best, we oftentimes feel bad about ourselves. Sometimes we will give an apology. Sometimes we know we should give an apology and we don't. And sometimes we think we don't even deserve forgiveness. And even so, we still crave the forgiveness and we really tear ourselves up inside for what we have done. But forgiveness works the same in this case as it does in our previous examples. This is a gift you give yourself. But most of the time we wait to be forgiven by somebody else. And then when we receive that forgiveness, we still beat ourselves up. And for me, I found that I had to forgive myself for the things that I had not been forgiven for by others. And for things that I have been beating myself up about in my personal life and in my personal development and in my business. So can you forgive yourself for all the years you thought they were the problem? For all the suffering you've caused yourself with your thinking, for yelling at your kids, for forgetting your mom's birthday, for not showing up like you wanted to, for making mistakes, for being human. What better gift could you give yourself and your family this Christmas? Imagine if you walked into your family gathering and all of your transgressions were forgiven and forgotten about everything you had done in your life. How would you feel about that? What a gift. This is a gift I want you to give yourself and your family this year. 
It costs you nothing to forgive except the loss of your anger, frustration, and resentment that you have been carrying around on your shoulders. And I'm giving you permission to set it down and love yourself and your family. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to How to Get Along with Your Family podcast. But don't just listen. Help someone else change their life. You can do that by sharing this episode with someone you know that needs to hear it. Oh, and have you left me a review yet? Reviews help me get in front of the women who need this the most. So please head over to iTunes and leave one. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Until we meet again, be kind, be generous, be love.